Reader's Digest presents Hollywood 360 with your host, Carl Amari. Who's that strange-looking man behind you? That's Carl. I met him at the laundry, man. Sam Spade Detective Agency. Sam, sweetheart. I don't know what to do, Rabbi. Every night he listens to the radio. I can't keep him away. The Lone Ranger, uh, the Shadow, the Masked Avenger. Uh, this is not good. It tends to induce bad values, false dreams, lazy habits. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Guys! 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 Fellas, think we could listen to the radio or something? Hey, hello everyone. I'm Carl Amari and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents all things entertainment, including showbiz news, classic radio shows, movie reviews, trivia contests, and celebrity interviews. This hour on Hollywood 360, I'll present a horrific tale of lights out. But it's time now for our quiz game stump. The host, Lisa Wolf, will test my knowledge of classic radio by asking me a bevy of questions on the subject. And for every question I answer correctly, you'll hear that. Every question I answer incorrectly, you'll hear that. And uh, one listener will help me answer questions and win prizes. Lisa, say hello to Patty from New York. Hi, Patty from New York. How are Hi, you? Hi, folks. How are you doing? We're, we're good. And Patty, guess what? I was in a really good mood this week, and I wrote you some nice, easy questions. So I wow. think you're going to be oh, very I helpful. So. Oh, right? I hope so. I, See, I am I not do. going to be like Krabby Vince. So. Right. <laughs> Well, it's all happy. The house in Laurel Canyon. Yeah. That's one of my favorites. Yeah, the house in yes. Cypress, Cypress Canyon. Cypress yeah. Canyon. Sorry. Oh, well, that's okay. Yeah. Same thing. Hey, Laurel Canyon's in, uh, what is that's in uh, L.A. area, I think, right? Yeah, right. I yeah. Would do that. In fact, it was in my head. I would <laughs> say that wrong. But anyway. Uh, all right, yeah. well, happy Halloween. Here we go, Patty. Okay, let's go. Okay, Patty and Carl, you bet your life was broadcast simultaneously on radio and television. For its final season on TV, the TV show was renamed what? Ah. Mm. Mm. Wow. The Groucho Marx Show? Yes, the Groucho Show. That is correct. Oh, okay. Boy, Patty Ooh, knows her stuff. She's good. <laughs> okay. I, I didn't know Patty. that. I did not know that. All right. Well, I you didn't learned. know that either. Yeah, I yes, you did. <laughs> Great I job. Didn't know that how TV is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Since we're radio people, right, Carl? Absolutely, Patty. Hey, That's what about right. me? We know that TV is simulated. <laughs> you're you're in your own medium. You have your own medium, Lisa. You yeah, haven't invented uh, the, your medium yet. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. The success of your hit parade spawned what spin-off series? Mm. Dear, uh, the Frank Sinatra show. No, it's similar to your hit parade, but slightly um, different. Spotlight name, on band. Name that tune. It's your all-time hit parade. Oh, okay. it's so close! It was so close. Oh, okay, oh. all right. And and where was this broadcast from? Do you know the hit parade and the all the all-time hit parade? I think in Patty's hometown there, in New York, wasn't it? Carne- uh, do you think so? Yeah. Carnegie Hall. Carnegie Hall. All right. Yeah. Oh, thank you. So, do we get a go. point for that or no? Yeah, I'll give you a point. All right, so girl. so we have two. And Lisa has one. Now, here's my favorite question. Well, that, was the, <laughs> yeah, that was the last time I watched the Mets. <laughs> <laughs> they, they lost. <laughs> Here, here's the famous all-time question that I wrote. All right. What famous 1970s sitcom used songs that made the hit parade in their theme song? Oh, yeah. I'll sing it for you, oh, but I couldn't do as good of a job as she does. <laughs> Patty will get it. That's the one. What do you say? Yeah, you're singing made it. the hit parade. All of them. There she goes. <laughs> there we go. 
All, All right. right. That's a catchy tune, right? Yes. yes, it is. It just for a minute, and I couldn't believe I wasn't getting it. <laughs> I knew you'd you get got that it, one. Patty. All right. All right, Patty, what was the true identity of the shadow? Mm. Oh, that was, uh, um, yep. Uh, <laughs> Morgan, uh, oh, no. I know this. I know it's on the tip of your tongue. I could Michael, feel it. Yeah. No. It starts no. with an L. 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 La. La. Give it the first name, Lamont. Lamont. Lamont, oh, Lamont Cranston. Okay, you get a half a point, guys. All right, half a oh, point. No, no, no. Oh. Half a that point. That was fair. That That's was okay, fair. yeah. And who okay, was the fair. only person who knew the shadow's identity? Margot Lane. There you go. Yeah, well, we all knew, too. I mean, Our they, listeners knew. But yes, I, <laughs> that's true. That's true. How were the Lone Ranger and the Green Hornet connected? Uh, 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 the nephew of of uh, was uh, Reed. Uh, he was with the newspaper. Yeah. And it was a great nephew. Great, great. Great nephew. Okay. Grand nephew. Yeah. Well, I, I have it as the Lone Ranger was the Green Hornet's uncle, so... That would, I thought it was his nephew. Great uncle. Great uncle. Yeah. Oh, great uncle. Yeah. Okay, then that makes sense. Uh, do I get it or you not? Get we'll, it, we'll you do, get it. We'll do a half a point each. Okay. okay. Mm. We're, we're doing fine, don't we? We're, right. we're not going to lose. You're always a winner. Always a winner, Patty. <laughs> I love you guys. You're Thank right. you. We love you. What radio show was a spinoff of Fibber McGee and Molly? Oh. The Great Gilders. The Great Gilders. She knows her She's classic good. radio. I love Gilders. Mm. And um, what was the only sponsor of the show, Let's Pretend? Mm. That's a tough Cream one. Cream of wheat? Yes, cream of wheat. Cream of wheat is yes, so good to eat, eat and yes, we have it every day. Do you like cream of wheat? Yeah, it's all My right. My kids grew up with cream of wheat. Really? They you fed it. your kids? Well, so did I, but I, I used to go to the convention and they'd sing that song all the time. That's Patty, so uh, you know what? Lisa just admitted that she actually feeds her kids. I'm well, shocked. cream of wheat, you you know what though? You all I do is add the hot water from our. We've right. got like a hot water dispenser, and they were probably it. like, "Ma, please." That's and they, it. She'd 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 get out of bed, pour the hot water on, and go back to bed. Go back to bed. Oh <laughs> no, we used to cook ours. <laughs> no, no, I didn't cook it. No, no, she shortcut. doesn't cook. I took cook. A That's a four-letter word, hey, Talisa. You didn't I know that. I took a shortcut. Yeah. All right. What kind of car did Jack Benny drive on his radio show? Uh, um, um. No, it starts with an M. 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 M A. M A. M A. M A X. Oh, the Maxwell. There you go. All right, Patty. She's good. She knows her stuff. Oh yeah. All right. Thank you. Here's here's a nice holiday question for you. On the cinnamon bear, who stole the Christmas tree's silver star? Now, see, I'm not a cinnamon bear person. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was the crazy quilt dragon. That is true. Okay. See, and that's was, why. I got time for that. one I, quick I one. I really don't like the cinnamon yeah. bear. Yeah, <laughs> you're not alone. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. What was the name of the Lone Ranger's nephew? Uh, uh, Reed. Um, yes. Um, yes. It was great letter, nephew, letter. by the way. Oh, see, again, no, I, I have it as nephew, but no, I'm sure you're right. What do you think it is? Uh, uh, Brit. He had, he had Cato. Um, it was the Green Hornet. Oh, yeah. You're talking about on the Lone Ranger series. It was Dan Reed. It's Dan, oh, Dan Reed. Reed. Yeah. Oh. 
All right. Well, we got it. All right, Lisa. Great job. And you know what, Patty? You are amazing. Patty, you are fantastic. Amazing. All right, my crabby brother will send you some fun prizes. Sound good? Oh, I thank you so much. You're I welcome. So thank you, Patty. Uh, thanks, Patty. And I love talking to the both of you. Uh, I had to wait. I waited my time. I was yes. Aww. You're awesome. Thanks for calling in. Happy Halloween. Happy Patty. Halloween. All right. When we come back, it's lights out. Don't go away. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari, brought to you by Reader's Digest. Lights Out was a popular radio series devoted mostly to horror and the supernatural. In the fall of 1933, NBC staff writer Willis Cooper conceived the idea of a midnight mystery serial to catch the attention of the listener at the witching hour. Oh, I got to tell you, Lisa, Lights Out, it was scary. Cooper stayed with the program. Until 1936, when another Chicago writer, Arch Obler, took over. Obler was a young, eccentric, and ambitious writer, producer, director, and he followed Cooper's general example, often adding an imaginative use of stream of consciousness narration. Obler left the series in 1938 to pursue other interests, but revived Lights Out in 1942 for CBS, sponsored by Ionized Yeast. That's a that's a really a weird. Sponsor name, isn't it? Ionized yeast. They called it IY. It was like some kind of a vitamin thing. Yeah, I don't know. It sounds very chemically. It's yeah. It doesn't sound like something I'd want to mm. put in my mouth and swallow. No. No. Lights out could be heard sporadically until 1946. That was the same year that NBC brought it to TV. Now it was sponsored by Admiral. The TV version was hosted by Frank Gallup. He just galloped off into the sunset. That <laughs> Gallop. Frank Gallup. Yeah, that lasted to 1952. All right, time now for Lights Out from August 24th, 1943. This is called Sub Basement, and it stars Joseph Kearns. And if you want to get a visual of Joseph Kearns, he was uh, Mr. Wilson on the Dennis the Menace television series. Now, uh, this is a scary story. You're going to like this. Arch Obler is the host. It's sponsored by Ionized Yeast and Energene, whatever that is. It's heard on CBS. Let's tune this in. Part one now of Lights Out. Ironized Yeast presents Lights Out, everybody. It is later than you think. you stories of the supernatural and the supernormal, dramatizing the fantasies and the mysteries of the unknown. We tell you this frankly, so if you wish to avoid the excitement and tension of these imaginative plays, we urge you calmly but sincerely to turn off your radio now. This is Arch Obler. Tonight's is a story that's happening because a very long time ago I found myself in the sub-sub-basement of a huge department store. A strange subterranean world of half-lights and half-darknesses. So, to you who thrill to whatever might be beneath the earth, I bring you a tale of sub-basement. And now, lights out, everybody. But of course I can run an elevator. I was just asking. And I told you. 
Marty, are you getting out? I suppose so. Suppose so. For ten years, that's all I've heard. Where do you work? What do you do? Why don't you let me don't see you? Don't get angry. Oh, I'm not angry. I'm just telling you. Come on, this way. Such a big basement. You don't know the half of it. Like a whole city down here. Person goes to a department store and doesn't know all this is underneath. Say that again. And you're in charge of everything down here? That's another fact. Here. Look at these. What are they? Furnaces? Oil burning. Heats and air conditions, the whole building up above. Twenty stories. But where is everybody? Nothing but a watchman at this hour of the night. Everything's shut down. What's the matter with you? Nothing. What did you do that for? Oh, I... I, I just wanted to hear my voice. It, it's like a big cave down here, Yelling isn't it? Yelling out like that. Won't you ever grow up? Don't be angry, Arnie. Oh, all right, come on. Yes, Arnie. Come on, in here. Another elevator? Well, you want to see everything, don't you? Oh, yes. Yes, I do. Down some more? Yeah. All right. Another basement. Yeah. Go ahead. Plenty of light to see behind. What's down here? Come on over here. I'll I'll show you. There. In the wall. Is it a a tunnel? That's what it is. But, but a tunnel down here? See those tracks? Yes. Where do they go? How do you think all the merchandise is brought to all the stores here in the business section? Tunnel system, that's how. Right under the city streets. Oh, I had no idea. Mighty few people have. Trains run on those tracks, bring the stuff right in. Trains? Oh, Arnie. You think all I've got to do is make jokes? You think the only kind of a train's a big one? Well, I just don't know. These are little ones. They run on electric batteries, just like they have down in the mines. Come on, I'll show you. Where? In the tunnel. But it's so dark. There are lights every little ways. Come on. Uh, I don't think so. What's the matter with you? I'm afraid. Oh, for John's sake. For years you've pestered me and pestered me to see... You come along with me, you understand? All right. Arnie, the, uh, this is far enough. Oh, for John's sake. What's the matter with you now? I don't know. Come on, there's uh, one of the little engines parked down at the end of the tunnel. You might as well see it. I'll keep walking. Uh, I think I'd like down to... Down this way, you'll see the train. Yes, but Arnie, the light... Arnie, where are you? Right here. What's the matter? Matter? Oh... Why are you standing so close to me? I'm your husband. Oh, Arnie, don't be silly. Emma, I'm going to tell you something. Arnie, what's the matter with Listen you? Listen to me for the last time. Last time? Arnie, what's the matter with you? Do you know that you can't get out of here? What? You can't get out of here. Arnie, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Oh, oh, Arnie. 
You haven't made a joke like that in years. <laughs> the last time you tried to scare me was right after we were married. Remember? With that fur piece you made off was a dead animal that had gotten in the bedroom. You remember? I remember. Come along further, Irma. Oh, sure. As long as I know what you're up to, I don't mind. How far are we going? A long way. All right, Arnie. Anything you say? Don't I know it. All right. All right? What? This is as far as we're going. Oh. I... I feel funny. I've never been under the ground so far in so long. It was very nice of you, Arnie, to take me down here. So interesting. Very nice of you. Arnie, why don't you say something? Arnie, is something the matter? Arnie, really, you can't frighten me. Not now, you know. Arnie, are we waiting for someone? If we are, I think I hear him. Hear him? Well, yes, don't you? No. But I heard something. Tell you there's no one down here. All right. All right, if you say so, Arnie. If I say so, if I say so, if I say so, can't you say something else but that even now? Now? Yes. Irma, I'm going... There, I heard it again. What? Are there trains running this late at night? Trains? If it's a train, we ought to get out of here. Tunnel's so narrow, Arnie, please. Shut up. Let me listen. Hear it? Will you shut up? Who's there? Who's there? Isn't there supposed to be anyone? Of course not. I saw to it. Is that you? Is that you, Tom? Who's Tom? Tom, are you down here? One of the watchmen? I told him I'd pull these boxes tonight. I told him. Tom! Hey, Tom! What's wrong? Tom, what's the matter with you? Come on out here. Do you hear me? Come out right away or I'm firing you. Tom! Is, is he playing jokes, too? That fool, I'll break his neck. Get my hands on that. No, Arnie, don't leave me. Arnie, where did you go? Arnie, it's so dark, the tunnel. Arnie, where are you? Arnold, was that you? Arnold, it is you. Did you cry out? What? Stay back. You? That man? Who? From what's left of his face, I... I think it's Tom. What? What ha... The train ran over him? Arnold, answer me, was it? Train? Now, oh, something's torn out his throat. <gasps> Come on. Got to get out of here. Oh, yes. Something down here. Honey, honey, wait. I can't police. go so fast. Police, I'll get the police. Please, honey, wait for me. Honey, what's the matter? Honey, why are you just standing there? Why don't you open the door? Door wasn't closed before. Well, open it. Next time Dan wants to take you below the uh in the basement of your uh -huh. house and yes. 
deep, don't, deep cellar basement. Don't go. I would recommend you don't go, yeah. Lisa. Okay, yeah. I'll keep just, that in mind. You know, just be like, well, yeah, I can't right now because I have to cook some food for the right. kids. And maybe, he'll be like, maybe he'll be later. like, well, what are you talking about? You haven't done that in, in 25 years. So <laughs> why why on earth would you want to do that now? I'll, thank you for your advice. Right. So I'm just looking out for you, Lisa. I know, it. You know? I know that's what uh, we do. I'm your uh, radio co-host here. I'm just looking out for you. <laughs> So that is the first portion of Sub Basement. Joseph Kearns, who was on, who is, uh, Dennis the Menace's Mr. Wilson, and the woman there, his wife, is B. Benaderet. And she was on a lot of shows. She was on Petticoat Junction as the mom. Oh, and yeah. And then she was also Betty Rubble on the, uh, Fred Flintstone, that, you know, the Flintstones. Right. So she was in a lot of stuff. All right. That's the first portion of, uh, Sub Basement on Lights Out. From uh from August twenty fourth, nineteen forty three, sponsored by Ionized Yeast and Energene. I don't know if either one of those sponsors still exist. It'd be uh, interesting to find I'll out. I'll check out Energene, see what that is, and uh, Ionized Yeast. Okay, so it doesn't sound good though. I don't want to get Ionized Yeast. I just don't want to get that. If that's any kind of uh, something I can catch, I don't want to get that. Do yeah, you? I'm looking up. I don't want to get Energene either. I think Energene is some type of a spot cleaner. Looks like. I don't think so. No. Could be. All right, here is a, a movie, 2012 comedy drama, and Matthew McConaughey was part of the cast. Well, that, too, the law says that you cannot touch. But I think I see a lot of lawbreakers up in this house. And I don't see a cop in sight. I don't see a cop in sight, Lisa. All right, if you know what movie this is, 2012 comedy drama, call us toll-free 855 360 H360. The H is a four. We'll send you some fun prizes. Call us now. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. Brought to you by Reader's Digest. All right, Lisa Wolf. We're back. What we're do you back. think of that? It's magic. The it's magic. magic. Of radio. Yeah, it is. All right, here's a clip from a 2012 comedy drama that Matthew McConaughey appears in. That too, the law says that you cannot touch. But I think I see a lot of lawbreakers up in this house. And I don't see a cop inside. No, indeed. All right. Uh, Jim out in Kenosha. Hey, Jim, how are you? I'm good, Carl. How are you? I'm good. What do you think, Jim? Do you know this one? I think so. Your call screener didn't tell me I got it right, but I'm, I'm guessing it's one of the, the Magic Mike girls. It is Magic Mike. Great job. I appreciate that. You're a big winner, okay? Thank you. All right, you're welcome. Thanks for calling and thanks for listening. Yeah, Jim knew it, Lisa Wolf. He knew that this was Magic Mike. And uh, Channing Tatum, Matthew McConaughey, Olivia Munn. Now, are you ready for this? I'm ready for the trivia. This film's budget was $6.5 million. So put low budget for a film. 6.5. It was self-financed by the actor-producer Channing Tatum and director Steven Son- uh, Soddenberg. Soderbergh. Right? Soderbergh, yeah. Okay, so uh, Steven Soderbergh was financed by the two of those guys. The Warner Brothers distributed film has now earned, you ready for this? $167 million worldwide. Think that was a good ROI? I, I, it, it, it's so beyond what I can fathom. It's, $167 million on yeah. a $6.5 million investment. That's how to make Why some money. Why didn't they call me? I I don't know. I uh, gotta be at the right place at the right next time. Next time, Channing, you want to make a movie and sell finance it. Here's the uh, thing: you have to have the money to invest the money. Yeah, this you is do. true. So Absolutely, it, it's kind of a 
a vicious cycle there. Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, you know, just uh, open up that war chest. <laughs> the Lisa. rich get richer. That's right. You. <laughs> All right. Let's get back now to lights out. Now back to our lights out story of sub basement. A man and his wife are far beneath the city streets in the tunnel leading to the sub basement of a large department store. Be there in a minute. But are you sure? I we're tell you, it's an emergency. It's always kept open. Why was that door well, like? Stop asking me that. I don't know. And that watchman. Stop talking, will you? I don't know anything. I. Honey, I... why did you stop talking? And why stop? You said the emergency exit. That's it. What? Behind those timbers. <gasps> it's blocked off. You understand? It's blocked off. What do we do? We can't just stand here. Arnold, that man was killed. There's someone down here, I'm afraid. Oh, Arnold, get me out of here. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I've I got to think. Think? Oh, whoever killed Tom, not down here necessarily. You don't think so, Arnold? Well, why should he be? Uh, nothing to steal down here. Tom was always borrowing money from people. Somebody he didn't pay back. Yeah, that's it. But the doors oh. were... Well, he got out and closed the doors. What of it? We can get out. Come on. Where? I told you, these tunnels lead to the buildings all over the business section. Follow the tunnel to the next sub-basement, to the next building. We'll get out, that's all. Honey, don't get too far ahead of me. Oh, time. Well, just walk fast, will you? Yes. Oh, honey... I look forward so very much to tonight. It had been so long since you'd even thought about me. I knew that. And tonight, when you called me up and told me to meet you here, and then when you started to play those crazy, scary jokes before, even then I... then I... then... Irma, you see it too? Yes. Easy. Here you are. 
Oh, oh honey. There. Oh. Oh, yeah. oh. We'll be all right. Oh. Can you... Can you see it? No. No, it's gone. Oh. Just, just don't, don't think about it, Arnie. What was it? Emily, you hear me? What was it? Well, you went to school, you studied things like that. That thing, what was it? Emma, didn't you hear me? Yes, I heard you. Well, what was it, what was it? Was was it a lizard? Yes, some kind of a lizard. That's it. It was a lizard. Some kind of a lizard. Oh, 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 why do you why do you say it that way? I saw it good, Arnie. Well, in school, one of the books there was an animal like that. How did it? Get down here, a lizard that big. Oh, no, you you don't understand. Geology book. The thing wasn't a lizard, exactly. Huh? It was a dinosaur. Are you crazy? No. I'm telling you what I saw. It sort of sat up on its hind feet. Just like the picture in the book. What are you trying to do? Make me crazy, too? Why, those things died millions of years ago. Arnie, look. Huh? Way down the tunnel. By the light. <gasps> it is a dinosaur. Don't move! Arnie, it is a dinosaur. Has it gone away? I don't know. It's been so long. Just don't move. It just looked at us. Yeah. Why doesn't it come after us? Why? Huh? Maybe... Maybe it didn't see us. What? Well, it was... It was like something that... That it, been in the dark for a long, long time. Yes. Don't move around. Oh, there's, there's a little room back here. Oh, would you rather go out there? Oh, don't be angry with me, Ernie. Angry? Why should I be angry? Emma, Emma, you went to school. You studied those things. You, you, you called it a, a, a... Dinosaur. Yeah. All these hours, I... I've been thinking, how could a thing like that, which was supposed to have passed out of the world so many years ago, how could it be alive now? I don't know. Emma, listen, I know. This tunnel under the business district, they, they were putting on an extension, blasting in the rock. Maybe that thing came out from inside the earth. Maybe. You're... You're not frightened, are you? No. Why not? 
because I'm with you. If it came back, what could I do for you? It's just being with you. Yeah. I keep thinking... Uh, what? That poor watchman. Yeah, it'll really be something when it's morning and everyone finds out about it. What do you think they'll do? They'll hunt it down. The police will get it soon enough. Arnold. Yeah? Arnold, what if it won't be here then? Huh? It's been hours since we last saw it standing down there. What if it's gone back where it came from? It's all right with me. But what if they're not... They'll hunt it down. They'll find it. Arnold, what's that? It's all right. Everything's all right. But what was... Six o'clock. That was the bell back in the basement. The day engineer turned off one of the sprinkler alarms. Oh. Oh, honey. Come on. Come on, I'll help you. Wait. But you said there was... Look. Over there. Back. It's back. Help. 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 He's looking right at us. Well, they didn't hear us, but it did. It's... It's starting this way. My leg. Arnie. Oh, how slowly it's moving. As if it... As if it can hardly see. That's it, Irma, that's it. What? It's blind. That thing's blind. It's lived under the earth so long it can't see. But it's still coming this way. Oh, honey, come on. I can't. Hold on to me, Let will you? Let me alone. Go ahead. No, try. I'll carry Are you. Crazy? You can't carry I me. I will. Go ahead, Irma. Go ahead. I tell I you. Won't go go on. Don't stay here. I tell you. Go oh, on. Honey, please listen to Why me. Why should you stay here with me? I wanted to kill you tonight, you hear me? I brought you down here to kill you. Oh, Arnie, no, you're only Glad saying you, that. I'm telling you the truth. I brought you down here to kill you. No, Arnie, I'll stay with you. you. Listen I to me. I brought you down here to kill you. Now, that's the truth. Look at me and believe it, because it's the truth. That's why you... That's why I suddenly got so wonderful. I was sick and tired of you. I was sick and tired of living. So I brought you down here to kill you and then kill myself. Arnie. Look at it out there. It's feeling its way along. Well, he'll take care of me, but you, you've got to get out of here, Irma. No. You've got to get out. I deserve to die, but Irma, not you. You're so blasted good. I guess that's why I got tired of you, but that's no reason for you to die. Irma, stop looking at me like that. You've got to get out. Run straight down the tunnel. Keep running and you'll get away. Irma, just don't look at me. Get going. No, Arnold. Why don't you say what you've always said to me all these years? Just as you say, Arnie. Just as you say. Oh, Irma. Irma, will you get out of here? How slowly it moves. Irma. It is blind. Blast you. Look, will you listen to me? Will you go? You've got to go or they'll think I've killed you. No, they won't. They won't. Yes, they will. I left a note back home to the police. I told them I had killed you. If that thing kills you and me, they'll still think I was the one who did it. Now, do you want me to be a murderer? Do you want that? You left a note? Yes, yes. 
Don't you remember I turned back after you went out the door on the dining room table? Oh, Irma, get out of here and get that note. Don't make them think I killed you, and I... I didn't, and I don't want to. You're such a good... You're, you're too good for me, and... I was tired, and I... I was crazy. Don't make me a murderer, Irma. Arnie. Goodbye. Goodbye? Yes, Irma. Yes, hurry. Run fast. Straight ahead. He won't get you, I promise. Arnie. Go. All right. You blind thing, you. Here I am. Yeah, here I am. Here. I'm not scared. Come and get me. Mr. Obler. You'll never get me down to my sub-basement again. On the contrary, Frank, I, I should imagine tonight's story would make you extremely curious about subterranean matters. Remember at the very start of the play, I said something about the play happening because of something that had happened to me a very, very long time ago? Yes, of course I do. Well, the fact of the matter is, Frank, it happened when I was just a child. My going down to that sub-basement and the memory of it stayed with me all these years. It's those deep impressions we get as children which are truly wonderful. For a child sees with young, untired eyes and thinks with a young, untired mind. A child is constantly seeing the wonder of the world, the sweet water falling out of the heavens, people's faces, no one of them exactly the like, and, and green things growing out of the earth with colors hanging over them, and, and the wonder of things being born out of nothingness, and the equal wonder of sleep and awakening and dying. These are the things which our older, tired minds, well, the eyes forget to see and the tired head forgets to think and marvel at. Now, have you anything to tell us so we can anticipate next week's play, Mr. Obler? Yes, I, I think I can say without qualification that it's a play close to the thoughts of everyone listening in. And now, what about next week, Mr. Obler? Well, Frank, to live forever. To live forever. Which one among us has not thought of that? To live forever. Through these years and the next and the next and all through space and all through time. That's what our play is about next week and its title, The Immortal Gentleman. But that, as usual, is next week. Yes, tune in next Tuesday again for Arch Obler's eerie story, The Immortal Gentleman. And if you need more vitamin B1 and iron, be sure to try ironized yeast. But remember, there's only one ironized yeast. You'll know it instantly by the yellow and orange package and by the big letters IY on the container and on each tablet. Broadcasting system. Okay, that's a creepy one, it's Lisa. Eerie. It was Sub Basement, starring Joseph Kearns and B. Benadere. Also in the cast, Lou Merrill, 
the announcer saying it is later than you think was Frank Martin, and the sponsor was Ionized Yeast Tablets and Energene is heard on CBS. That's from an original broadcast date of August 24th, 1943, Lights Out. Let's take a break, then it's more on Hollywood 360. Are you a fan of classic radio? Shows like Abbott and Costello. What's the guy's name on first base? No, what is on second base? I'm not asking you who's on second. Who's on first? One base at a time. Well, the... Gunsmoke. I'm that man. Matt Dillon, United States Marshal. Inner Sanctum. This is your host to welcome you in through the squeaking door. Fibber McGee and Molly. What day is this? Oh, no, let me see. This, dearie, is our 15th wedding anniversary. And many more. As a thank you for listening to this show, we want to give you 10 of the best classic radio shows of all time absolutely free. Just log on to Hollywood360radio.com to get them today. You'll receive complete episodes of Sam Spade, Escape, Fibber McGee and Molly, Suspense, Abbott and Costello, Inner Sanctum, X-1, Gunsmoke, Our Miss Brooks, and Lights Out. Just log on to Hollywood360radio.com. And receive your 10 free classic radio shows today. That's Hollywood360radio.com. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari, brought to you by Reader's Digest. And Lisa, I want to remind our listeners that uh, we do have a drawing for a year's supply of Cat's Pride Kitty Litter. Make sure you send in a picture of you and your cat with your name and your cat's name and your city and state, email that to us at catspridephoto at gmail.com. Don't forget, send that in because you will then be automatically entered into our drawing. And once a month, the CEO of Cat's Pride, which is the best kitty litter in the world, comes in and picks a winner with a random drawing. Picks a winner, and that winner gets a year's supply of Cat's Pride kitty litter and that's a very valuable thing, Lisa. Especially right? if you have a cat. Well, it's nice if you have a cat. Yeah, it would <laughs> very be u- very useful that yep. way. All right. So next week uh, we're going to come back here and do this all over again. That's right. Well, but we're going to play. Uh, yeah, we're going to play four different shows, though not the same shows I would hope we did. So. <laughs> we're going to hear the life of Riley, yours truly, Johnny Dollar, the CBS Radio Workshop, and the Weird Circle from my co-host Lisa Wolf. Executive producer Mike Costella, national movie critic Sarah Adamson, Vince and Chris Lombardi, my crabby brother Vince Amari, Adam West, and me, Carl Amari. Thank you all very much for tuning in. Happy Halloween. Stay safe out there. We'll see you next time. Hollywood 360 with host Carl Amari is brought to you by Reader's Digest. To learn more about Hollywood 360 or to contact us, visit our website at Hollywood360radio.com. Adam West speaking.